I wanted to start today's podcast with a lovely quote, because even if you don't listen to the whole episode, at least you can have this little bit. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. I do that every day. Asking for help isn't a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. It shows you have courage to admit when you don't know something and to learn something new. Oh, I love that. Now, who said that, Millie? Barack Obama, and he's so right, isn't he? He's absolutely right. I love Barack Obama. I think he has such a great way with words. Yeah, definitely. And this leads us very nicely onto today's episode. So what are we filling our lovely listeners' ears with today, Tilda? Today, we are going to be talking all about the Student Hub. We have spoken about it a lot in various episodes, but this is a dedicated podcast where we chat to the head of student services. And she is someone who generally cares about students so much and their well-being at university. Her name is Alice Ludgate and she works for the university. She helped create our student hub and has done a lot to reduce stigma around mental health. She's led on many projects to support and upskill students and staff to cope better with the challenges that come with the university. So, without further ado, let's get into the interview. So today on the podcast, we've got Alice, and she is the Student Services Manager, and she's going to talk to you about her role and a bit about what the Student Hub does. So Alice, do you want to say hello? Hi, everyone. Thanks for inviting me to be on the podcast. No worries. So could you introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about your role? Yeah, sure. So thanks. So I'm Alice Ludgate. I'm Head of Student Services. And my role is to lead and manage the range of student support services that the University of Plymouth provides. So that includes student wellbeing services, so mental health, counselling and pastoral and spiritual support. We've also got student learning services. So you might have heard of the Writing Cafe, PALS um, and our learning developers. I've got student conduct so that's student code of conduct student behavior safeguarding and last but not least we've got the student hub so as part of that we've got a sort of a front of house team of student advisors within the student hub and then a few teams of specialist advisors that sit behind that so we've got international student advice disability services and the student funding unit. Tilda I feel like we should have asked like what doesn't she do that could have been a shorter list. (laughs) Sounds like you barely have anything to do, Alice, honestly. <laughs> it's really quiet. She's <laughs> also got time to do a podcast. So, I mean, God. <laughs> okay, so thank you so much for introducing yourself and telling us a bit about you. Obviously, this podcast episode is all about the Student Hub and the wellbeing services. So can you tell us why is student wellbeing important to you? Okay, um, yeah, I can. So for me... I love everything about the University of Plymouth and what we do and and sort of just want students to have the best time possible while they're here. They're embarking on something really big and something that they should be really proud of that they're doing. Whatever they experience when they're at uni and whatever, you know, whatever grade they come out with and jobs they go on to do, being at uni is a real life sort of pivotal moment. And what I want to make sure is that while students are here, that anything we can do to sort of scaffold that and prop them up and help them with their well-being, that it's in place and that we can give them their support to do their best while they're here and to have the best and most memorable, happy experience that they can. So it's really about 
letting students thrive at university and not just come here and study, but actually like grow as a person and make the most of being here? Absolutely. And I think from our experience within student services, you know, we see students go through all sorts of transition and transformations. And that's really, really important. And, you know, not all of our students arrive at university as 18 year olds. Some come as mature students when their life has already been characterized by quite some change. But but making the decision to come to university and study is a big decision. Um, so I just really want to make sure that when where their well-being is concerned for all of our students, that they have access to support because it can it can be challenging, it can be stressful, and life happens around it. So I'm really pleased that within the University of Plymouth, we've got these services that are there for students when they need them. That sounds really amazing, and it's just really nice to hear like your passion behind all of that as well, and it's just really inspiring. So. Let's talk a bit more in detail about the Student Hub. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is and what it does for students? Yeah, sure. So the Student Hub actually opened as a new physical location on the Plymouth campus. And bearing in mind, we've obviously got students not in Plymouth. um, But the Student Hub opened in January 2020. And then, of course, it closed less than three months later, which wasn't what any of us had planned. But the Student Hub is more than a location or a building. Um, It happens to be located in the library on the Plymouth campus. But it's really a concept. It's about indicating to students that if you want to ask a question about not just your well-being, but about anything sort of not related to the subject that you're studying or researching, that there's one place to go. There's one email address. There's one phone number. You can join the online queue in the mobile app. And then at the end of that is a friendly professional who's really clued up and and understands student life and student support who can answer those questions and we don't need students to know okay my question's about funding or about counselling or about disability support all we want students to know is go to the hub and rest assured that the person you're speaking to will be able to sort of listen to what you're asking and then get you in touch with the right people or, or solve whatever problem it is that you maybe want some help with. So that's really what the student hub is. I think it really sounds like, I mean, when I was a student, there wasn't this one place. Like I, I, at the opening of the hub, I remember telling the story that when I'd broken my leg, I had to hop around campus to five buildings to get the solutions I needed. And the fact that there's this one place, I think is really symbolic to students that there's no question that's too small. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Like you can come to the hub with whatever it is that's concerning you, whatever it is you need help with, and someone will help you find the right support. And I think that's just such a nice reassuring thing for students anyway, but especially now during this pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. And I too was a student at Plymouth many years ago. And so sort of that's why I love what we do. And I've just so got so much positive connection here. But having that one place, you know, the point is to make it really straightforward for students. You don't have to hop around to multiple buildings or fire off emails to multiple email addresses. You can just go to one place. There's no, there's no judgment either. You know, as you say, Tilda, there's no question that's too small. It's just, you know, some students will come and talk to us in 30 seconds and that's all they need. And others might need 15 minutes. And that's absolutely fine. That's what we're here for. That's really great. And yeah, Tilda, I do love your story. And it just summarises it nicely, doesn't it, that it is this one place you can come and get so many types of support that you might need. You mentioned as well about students on different campuses. So is the Student Hub available for students that aren't in Plymouth? 
yeah, the student hubs for all our students, whether they're in Plymouth, Exeter, Truro, or, or they could be on placement elsewhere. You don't need to come to Plymouth to, to get support. You can just email us at studentservices at plymouth.ac.uk. You can phone us or you can access the hub through the mobile app. There's a tile there for student hub. And if you click on that, you can join our virtual queue and someone will offer you a Zoom appointment or a phone call as soon as possible. Okay, so it was really great to hear about everything that the Student Hub has to offer. What we're really interested in today is talking about how the Student Hub has adapted during this pandemic to make sure that it's still serving students, even though everything's a little bit different. Yeah, the Hub has adapted to the global pandemic um, and we didn't want to close in March because we were so proud of the space, but we did have to for a period of time just while, we, while everything settled down. So now we've got an arrangement where the hub is actually open. Um, so people can pop in and see us, although we'd rather they didn't. We'd rather they emailed us or use that virtual online queue that I've mentioned through the app, because that then just minimizes the flow of people into the building. But in the hub, we have got a couple of advisors who are there every day and everyone else is working from home. So everyone else is staffing the phones and managing the inbox. So you should be able to reach someone pretty quickly through that method and we have got an on-campus duty mental health team as well in the event a student in Plymouth was in crisis or a member of staff wanted to talk to someone really urgently about a student's well-being they are there every day Monday to Friday for that support too so we've done we've adjusted our opening hours we have got a a limited face-to-face service and we've updated our web pages and things like that just to try and make it as accessible as possible for students to find out where we are and, and to come and talk to us. Have you found that it's working quite well so far? Yeah, we've been really pleasantly surprised, actually, by how um, the numbers of students coming to talk to us are still really high, particularly at this time of year, at the start of the year. And yeah, the, the feedback that we get from some students is actually that they prefer now the fact that they don't have to physically come in. Not that they've ever had to, but we probably haven't marketed ourselves as much as an online or telephone service. And now we've done it, students are saying, actually, yeah, thanks, this is great because it means I can stay in my bedroom or a home, wherever I am, and and still get the same support without needing to leave the house or or elsewhere, being elsewhere on campus. Yeah, I think especially now, like, it can be really empowering for students to be able to operate from their own space, whether that is their bedroom. They open up a lot more, and we've noticed that in, um, like, meetings and workshops and stuff. So I think it probably, when they're doing counselling appointments or whatever they're doing at the Student Hub, they might feel a little bit more comfortable in their room sometimes as well. Yeah, definitely. And, and when you speak to us, you don't have to have your video on. And, and if you want, you can just use the, the typing chat function rather than actually speaking. So yeah, whatever. We don't, we don't mind. However you want to be um, when you reach out to us is, is totally fine. Yeah, that's really reassuring because I think for me, if that was me, I might not be able to talk to someone face to face about a problem I was having if it was quite serious and I was quite anxious. And it's just nice and reassuring that you do have more, multiple options now. And I know it's come from a a bad situation, but at least that's a positive we can take from it. Yeah, and we want to hold on to this. So we won't just be revert back to to the way of working that we had before. Actually, student feedback so far has told us this is really positive. So we'll be keeping some of these arrangements as much as we can. That sounds really good. Another question we have is we've heard about your campaign called Mind Your Head. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so... As part of one of our plans for this new academic year, we wanted 
to really encourage students, particularly because we felt that we might be seeing them in person slightly less than before. And what we really want to do is encourage students to look after their mental health and to seek help when things maybe start to get a bit difficult or their mental health might be struggling and really come and talk to us, you know, before things escalate or maybe get worse. And so we've created this Mind Your Head campaign, which you'll start to see around campus. So we've got some signs going up and some promotional material. And it's really about reassuring students that it's okay to ask for help. And if you need to talk, that there is someone you can talk to, because that's, that's really important now, more than ever with everything we're facing as a, you know, a global community, that actually you, you aren't alone and there's someone here who cares about you and, and who you can talk to. So that's the essence of Mind Your Head. It's really about, you know, look after your health and, and there's some things you can do to promote your mental health. Whether that, and I know you've talked about it on your podcast episodes around exercise and, and coping with anxiety and so on. So we want to promote that sort of help-seeking behaviour as well as let students know that if they're struggling, that, that we're here for them and, and this is how you get in touch. That's, the, that's really the point of Mind Your Head. Exactly. And you've summarised it really well there. I just don't think there's any shame in asking for help, or at least there shouldn't be. There's, there's kind of this stigma around talking about your mental health and asking for help and support with it because it might be seen as a sign of a weakness. But we really want to get away from that and show people that it's not a weakness at all. It's actually a strength that you're able to admit that maybe you need some extra support. Yeah, and actually, sometimes it can build up in your mind. And I've certainly experienced that where you, you stew on things and you think, this feels a massive problem and I don't know how I'm going to approach it. And actually, the second you talk to someone or you go for a run or you, you, you read a book or whatever your escapism might be, that actually those endorphins start to come in and actually you think, I can handle this. And, or when you start talking to someone, that then you feel like you know, the whole problem shared is a problem halved. I, th- I really believe in that. So anything we can do to reassure students that, that really it's okay. And, and you can speak to us you know, pretty much confidentially. We're not going to go and tell your faculty. You know, we'd only ever share that information if we were really worried about you. So we are here to talk. And, and I really do believe that talking is a good, is a good medicine. Yeah, and I think a lot of students do worry that if they're going through a tough time at university and they talk to someone about it, it's going to somehow negatively impact their studies. It's just one of those myths, isn't it, that kind of goes across the student body. But the truth is, if something's going wrong and you talk to a member of staff from the student hub about a problem, they're just going to help you find solutions, whether that's like coping strategies for yourself or something a bit bigger. But it won't negatively impact your studies. Like it can only improve your studies, it can only improve your experience at university. And I think we just need to break down that stigma and kind of get rid of that fear with students that somehow it's a bad thing to reach out when it really it's not going to be. No, absolutely. It should only make your experience better and, and bring those problems to a resolution sooner or get you some support that will help you cope with whatever it is you might be living with to help you sort of learn to live with that all the, all the quicker so that you can focus on your social life, your studies, your hobbies, whatever else it might be. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't want like our negative thoughts and feelings to get in the way of the things we actually enjoy in life and having time with our family and friends. And that's really important as well. Alice, do you have any last things, any last tips or advice or anything that you want to say? Yeah, I think my tip would be, you know, really it's to mind your head. That's the essence of what we're trying to promote this year is to look after yourself. This is really unusual university experience for everyone. Um, but we're part of a, a cohort that are going through something really unique and will come out the other side stronger. So, so if you're struggling, you know, get in touch with the hub, let us help you. 
Um, and I really hope you have a great university experience for this year. You know, we're all in it together and you're a part of a really supportive community. So don't forget that. Thanks for that. It's a really nice way to end this episode. Thank you so, so much, Alice, for talking with us today. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for that amazing interview, Alice. We truly appreciate you and we know how hard you work for the university every day. It was just a great to be able to talk to you and that you were even able to spare time in your busy schedule. Yeah, massive thank you. And now we're finished with that great interview. We have a couple of bits of extra information that we think it's really important for you to know. And so there's even more support that you can get through the University of Plymouth app, which you can download straight from the App Store. On the app, there is a tile called Wellbeing, which gives you all the options to talk to someone get immediate help, find out about the medical centre, find group support sessions or workshops, as well as all other wellbeing resources. Me and Tilda have been lucky enough to even be a part of this process, and we can't wait for students to discover all the new changes. Mental health support is what students have always asked for, and it is, of course, even more important now, as we become more isolated and often living in the 2D world that is our digital device. So students, listeners, make sure you download the university app and check out the wellbeing resources which are linked there. And whilst we have your attention, also please, please remember to sign up to the University Medical Centre. You can do it online and it takes no time at all. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Life in Plain podcast. We hope you're having a great start to your university year. But If you are finding things tough, remember that it's okay to ask for help. Goodbye. Make sure you take care of yourself and mind your head.